Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast, episode 161. I'm your host, Rick Shields. I'm here with co-host Guy. You um, changed. You sound so American. <laughs> I've just got back from eight days in America, uh, from Florida, Jupiter. Um, I didn't want to go. I missed you. Ooh, yeah, bet you did. I missed you. Yeah, to all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I didn't. You know what it was? A bit like how I probably played it down to my wife. I almost yeah. tried to play it down to you. I know. It's but fine. on this podcast, I'm not. I'm going to go all the way from start to finish. Um, I know you said it on the last podcast. Do you want to, again, reiterate why you didn't couldn't make it this, this Well, yeah, trip? I, I kind of did a little, um, slight little dropped it in there but my wife's pregnant which is obviously very good news for me and she's due next month and it's something that i've not really spoken on the podcast too much just because no reason other than i didn't massively want to things are private yeah it's it's not a, a massive secret so i put something on my instagram a little while ago but um yeah so that's very exciting so i couldn't really risk it she's due in about a month's time so you're, you're on countdown i am on countdown so i was um sat here in the the snow and the freezing icy cold not bothered didn't really <laughs> want to be in america anyway didn't want to be with Ricky Fowler, et cetera, et cetera. But that is, this podcast is an exciting one because you've got a lot to fill me in with oh and goodness. the audience. I don't know a lot of your stories from America, but what I do know and what I'm super, super, super excited about and the audience should also be, some of the content coming our way in the next four weeks or so is going to be outstanding. America, honestly, it, I've, I've not travelled for a while. I've not been on a plane for three years. What about the country? Well, I have when I went on a cruise in the summer, but getting out to America again, certainly in Jupiter, because I've been to Orlando before, okay? And Orlando's good, and, and it's got a lot of golf. Jupiter's a different level. What is Jupiter? It's Where south. It? It's about two and a half hours south of Orlando. Okay. So it's on the way to Miami, but not quite there. And you've got so many amazing golf courses. You've got Medalist, which is known to be one of the best golf courses mm. in the world. It's where Tiger plays, which I was, we'll come on to the medalist in a bit. <laughs> You've got another course called Floridian. You've got the Bears Club. You've got... Is that Jack Nicholas's one? Um, I, I would imagine so. I yeah. always thought it was because it's called the Bears, but I might be wrong. Um, you, I'm probably missing out on... You've got a Dye Preserve. You've got... Um, Old Marsh Golf Club. You've got, honestly, Jupiter Hills. You've got 40, 50 amazing golf courses. I'm not exaggerating. Okay. So we were over there doing a little bit of filming. Um, you've just alluded to it a minute ago. I got opportunity to do a 10-shot challenge against Ricky Fowler. Wow. Honestly, it, I, properly, properly pinched me moment. Like, Ricky... 
as much as we've been growing up playing golf, because he's quite similar. He's, I think he's about the same age as you, if not a tiny bit younger, actually. I think he's older than me. Let's have a look. How old I'd, do you think I had he him is? in his lo- early 30s. I had him as 32. Okay, I'm 32. He's 34. Okay, he's in between so he's me and right you. in between you and me. So I feel like I've almost kind of grown up mm. in my golfing career with him a little yeah. bit, as I suppose you have as well. Um, he's always looked so charismatic and, and, you know, a really good golfer. He'll admit it, and we've uh, we've got a podcast episode coming out next week with Ricky. Exciting. Um, and we do dive into the fact that the last couple of years was quite a struggle for him. Absolutely. Like, he's really struggled, but honestly, the way he played, I'm not going to give too much away. The other exciting thing is we played it at Medalist. Guy, it's the hardest golf course I've ever played in my life. <laughs> it's the hardest golf course. What like I've length ever of it, played. or water, or rough? Seven thousand seven hundred yards. Okay, that's naughty, that, isn't it? But there were so many shots you needed to have in the locker. You had to be able to carry it a long yeah. way. Like the first hole, for example, the very first tee shot, and you're nervous. The clubhouse is around. The very first tee shot is a two hundred and seventy-five yard carry over marshland. Like there's no there's no escape. Oh you can't go gosh. right. You can't go left. You can't lay up. You've got to step up there, as the as the golf club is shaking with nerves. And you're, <laughs> you're like, what the hell am I going to do? I mean, I I was super nervous. I had Ricky Fowler there all the time. I was there at Medalist that day. I was thinking, is Tiger going to turn up? Is Tiger just going to drive past? Because that is where he plays golf. He plays golf at Medalist. Um, and they couldn't have been nicer with us. The, the GM, the chief, they call him, because he used to be chief of police. He's actually just about to retire. Unbelievably nice. We shot this beautiful podcast on the balcony. We went and hit some golf balls. The driving range was incredible. The one resounding fact I've figured out about America, the practice facilities are just unbelievable. I think that's something I've, I've never been. I've been to America a couple of times, but I've never been to, obviously, that Jupiter area. I, I can kind of picture the golf course that you're talking about, and I've had a little look online at some of them. But one thing that's different, like you said, compared to like Scotland, where there's lots of golf courses, Scotland have amazing golf courses where it's often just a golf course that's quite a small little driveway, a little small practice ground to the side. I imagine these courses like complexes, aren't they? We've got bunker practice greens with bunkers everywhere, massive long driving ranges, the lot. Well, the thing is with the... the golf course in Scotland as you've alluded to they never planned to have these practice facilities that's true like they've they got built almost naturally mm. were built you know it wasn't as if it was this kind of mega structure being built with all this knowledge that we have now so you're right a lot of the of the golf courses now the driving ranges are 400 yards wide there's a practice range on one side some of the tour players or the, or the other better players go on the other side which side were you on the <laughs> <laughs> I think Ricky. I think Ricky knew something was going on on the other side of the range. I I think Tiger was there. I think he was. I do. I think he was. I didn't see him, but I think he was. I got that vibe. I got that feeling in the air. And uh, so we were down on the other side of the range. But you've got these buckets of not even buckets. These beautifully wooden baskets filled to the brim with Pro V. I was about to ask you if you just said golf balls, what balls were filled to the rim? And I was like, this is amazing alignment sticks all laid out like these beautiful you know bespoke alignment sticks you had loads of different targets to aim for i spun around and there's this massive chipping green alex norrin was there actually hitting balls i saw him there and pete uline who who also um plays on tour he's on live live now actually but around there you've got this massive chipping green and putting green these different types of bunkers 
just like this is like golf heaven. Yeah, it's. I mean, with with Ricky, obviously he's a member there. Does he do a lot of practice there as well? Yeah, he does a lot. That's his, his go to place. You know what? The other thing, and genuinely, I, I think I overlook this. I almost forget how much practice tour pros do. Well, do you remember that time we were at Woburn and we saw Poulter and he was grinding for ages, and that opened my eyes then. But you think. Without trying to make it sound easy, because obviously it's a lot of graft. But in those perfect conditions with those amazing practice facilities, I bet it is a lot easier to get out and grind than it would be over here at like Marriott Worsley Park or something in the winter. I feel like you could spend all day there. Yeah. Because, you know, the whole vibe of the place, you, you turn up. And, and I want to talk about a few different other golf courses. One of another golf Just, just course, a quick one, go sorry, on. before you go on to that. I know we can't give away the Ricky Fowler video, obviously. Um, but... How was his golf, and what would you say impressed you the most about his game? His unbelievable repetitive drives, straight and long, just everyone. But you, but you had to be, yeah. to be honest. And again, I don't want to give it away in the video. It really improved my driving by like, watching his because I had to. I ha the, the thing is, when you look at that golf course, you have to hit it long and straight. If you don't. You are lost ball. Like there's no other option. So it almost like forced me to hit it straight. Um, but yeah, it was it was very very good off the tee. And I would say, what else really impressed me? His um, distance control with his irons. Yeah. And I think we've seen a trend in that. Every good player that I've ever played with, um, the distance control with irons is just incredible. Like they'll block a seven iron, but they've got a thirty footer all the time. Yeah. Like, they don't miss greens, and even if they do, they get up and down. So, yeah, it will be a really, really, really good video. I can't wait to get that one done. We're going to put that straight in the editing um, machine. machine straight <laughs> away. Um, and I'm already getting asked, when's that out? Don't be too crazy. But it's not going to be out yet, but hopefully as soon as we can get it out, it will be out. Um, this so year? That, yeah, that was one of nine videos we filmed. Nine videos? Nine videos. A mixture of... Um, obviously, the 10-shot challenge with uh, Ricky Fowler, a couple of different golf courses I played at, a couple of break, a, a break 75, a challenge with another tour pro, which I'll come on to in a minute, um, three different podcasts, two golf lessons off two of the best golf coaches in the You're world. You're going to be so good at golf now. I can't wait. I've come back to here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't practice it. Got off the plane and forgot everything we told you. <laughs> Get me back to Florida. Um, so, yeah, first day we arrived, we didn't have much of a plan, I'll, and I'll kind of skim through this lightly. But we went to our Didn't first have much of a plan. location. <laughs> Doesn't sound like we had, you. We had a skeleton stuff going on. Um, we found a little golf course. We went to an eighteen-hole par three course called West Park. Uh, West, oh, what's it called? Palm Beach Par Three. I saw before you came in this morning a little bit of the footage of this golf course. This is arguably the thing I'm most envious about that you did while you were there. It looked insane. I've got a little present for you. Oh there. wow. So down here, we had to actually buy a new suitcase, <laughs> genuinely, for all the gifts we brought back. Um, Santa Shields is back in town. So if you listen to the podcast, Rick's just bending over. That sounds... <laughs> <laughs> now, this, 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 is, this is a gift for the weird. office. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, my days. We've got flags. So these are, if you're watching the video, we've got Palm Beach Golf Club. Red three one. different flags, a red, blue, and yellow, which will be taking pride and nice. place in the office they we've also cool. they are nice this isn't for you but okay. can you guess who it is for ed yeah so wow. one, of, one of our editors i've got him this cool palm Beach yeah he wears quirky belts belt. that's, that's very ed that's nice it's a blue belt very good if you listen to the podcast you need to come watch it to see all this goodies this is for you okay wow this is it he's got me I don't, actually one second okay there's a lot in this bag wow 
I got you two things. The suspense is killing me. You got your two things. Okay. Oh, so I, I think that's a bit of you. That it that couldn't be more me. Wow, and I got you that one as well. Oh wow, that is so that, cool, um, guys. Thank uh, you what, very much. Describe, is that a palm palm beach so part three? Yeah, I'd like a hat, and I like a hat that's quite simple in design. And this is it's a black hat with the palm beach par three logo on the front. Very very me. I like that a lot. And then there's a kind of a more of a salmon. Would you say Sam? Little salmon number with a little logo on the front. That is, I'll put those there. Pride of place. They are by very, the, by very By the way, mean. that's not the best stuff yet. Oh, wow. This this isn't either, but I've got that for another member of staff. Who do you reckon I've got that for? Timothy. Of course. A nice little coffee mug. That's very nice. So that's that's our, well, somehow I managed to spend 500 quid in the Palm Beach Golf Club. They saw shop. you coming. I bought a little Sunday bag. I've oh, not brought nice. it with me. It's like just like four bag, four clubs in a bag. I'm a big fan of that. But this par three course, and you should be envious. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, <laughs> I'm sorry to say this. It was epic. It looked it. <laughs> maybe um, without giving any more work for Matt. Over this bit of footage now, to put a little bit of a clip, maybe over just right, of some certainly of the... the sunset shot we got. Wow! Because it, this property, it's an amazing story. It's on a real exclusive plot of land, and I think it was in 2005 that basically, to some degree, the government bought it back. And it's it's a public golf course, right? I love it. And it used it was built by these really really wealthy family years ago in like the nineteen fifties, I think it was. And basically now for the next however many years, a hundred years, that is going to be recreational land. So green land, it's going to be a golf course. Basically, they've got this beautiful clubhouse. The hospitality over there and the food is unbelievable. I've probably put on three stones since being <laughs> over there. But the way you get the service is just so good. Tony, the head pro, he, he welcomed us around, took us upstairs. We had we had lunch over on the veranda looking over the golf course. They just do it right yeah. over there, don't they? Like They just seem to get service so good. That That is one thing. For, again, when I've been to America, it, it is something that you definitely see is kind of elevated. And, and these venues, they know they're going to have a lot of passing trade. And if they treat you right, you will then go in the gift shop and spend 500 quid. So everyone's a winner. They're amazing. So that was Monday. Nice little kind of get... Easter Sunday, ease, ease my way into into uh, but like the different grass. Yeah, like chipping on Bermuda. <laughs> that took a while to get used to. Did the putter come out a bit more then, or was it because no, you can't put? Because you it literally can't put. Oh my! This sounds like your nightmare. It, well, it was, but I just embraced it. Okay. Yeah, had a few uh, blame the grass, a few sherbets. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You, you can blame the grass. You can blame the grass. <laughs> <laughs> look at this, look at this grass. Uh, so yeah, that was really nice. That'll that's a, a video coming. That'll is be it? a video coming. That was really for me a practice round for just getting used to being out in America. I've mm. not been out there for a while. Just getting used to, like you say, the different grass, the speeds of the greens, just being out there vibing. <laughs> vibing. You really are American. Now. Um. So then the next morning was the match against Ricky. So got yes. to medalist super early. Set up, had some food, like I say, got treated so nicely. The driveway up there, just the whole experience was amazing. We had we hired this monster vehicle, this Ford Escalade or something. What was it? What was the Ford called? Expedition or something. It was monstrous. It was like a truck. So we pull up at Medalist, tunes are blaring, like, bad boys, bad boys, what are you going to do when you drive up there? We did really. We were very polite and kind. Uh, but again, the service, just I can't get over how well it, yeah. you seem to get treated out there. I know it's all a bit more about tips, mm. you know, and but I think we could definitely learn a lesson over here about service now, how they treat people, the way they talk. It was just phenomenal. 
So I did medalist on the uh, Monday. Tuesday, I was actually filming um, for Nick Faldo's new channel. Your friend? Sir Nick Faldo. So we went and did, um, went over to Jupiter Hills, which was a very exclusive golf course. A little bit more medalist, I felt like you could have done what you wanted. You can vibe. You can vibe, you can turn up in flip-flops like Ricky did. You can, you know, what I didn't say, by the way, at the end of that, after the match with Ricky, we went back in the clubhouse. He got me this bourbon whiskey. Wow. Guy, it was bloody massive. It's like a pint. Was it nice? Mine's a whiskey. Yeah. All, you know what was nice? And again, this is probably, a, shows my lack of experience in this department sometimes. <laughs> we had this bourbon, yeah. okay? So it's quite big. Then they put this massive round ice ball in it. Like an ice cube, but a ball. Right, that went in it. So the first few sips, I'm like, oh, God, that's going to put my hairs on my chest. I'm like, oh, God, that's like literally burning my mouth as it's going down. Five minutes later or whatever, when the ice just melted a little bit and the water... Softened it a little bit. Oh, it was like... It's like nectar. <laughs> um, so, yeah, <laughs> not sure if Ricky wants me to tell people that, that we had this big whiskey, but it was good. It was good. And then, um, so Tuesday... Out with Faldo, um, shooting a new piece of content for his channel. Um, we, we went and played a few holes at Jupiter Hills. I hit this golf shot. I played this par five, just to tell you quickly, because I don't think it'll make the video, because no one was recording it, because it oh. wasn't on our channel. I blocked it down the right. I was in these pine trees. I said, I'm going to rip this two iron and hit this big, low chasing draw. Literally perfect shot onto the green for e eagle opportunity. Three put par, oh, but either nice. way, <laughs> <laughs> nice standard shields. Either way, it was quite good. I was I was at least beating him on the first hole. I birded the first knee part yeah. of it, so that's my, my little claim to fame. So those videos will be coming out on uh, Sir Nick's channel soon. We had some whiskey on that day as well because he's got this. We have a theme this trip, whiskey. isn't there? there was Three put some whiskey, and then we did a podcast with him as well. Nice. That was quite cool. He was asking. I was a guest on his podcast. Very good. How times have changed. The very day after. Okay, so we had they had this little setup, uh, Trump uh, National, this like kind of condo which had turned into a podcast suite. I was on the right, so Nick was on the left, and we did the podcast. But you know, it's really good. The very next day, have a guess who was sat in my chair? Tiger. Better. There's nobody better. So, Jack Nicholas. Wow. Oh, was this when 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 Nick Faldo interviewed him? I think I saw that somewhere. So I was the day before. Oh my days! So he's gone from cool Shield to Nicholas. Yep. Wow. Tuesday night, we had the biggest blowout ever. Nice. <laughs> we discovered a new drink. Which is? Baby beers. Baby, explain. So we went in this Mexican bar, okay? Okay. We'd had a few few cocktails, we were having a good time. <clears throat> we said to the bartender, they, they, again, they were amazing. What what drink should we try? And they went, you need to try baby beers. I'm like, okay, let's try baby beer. So it's a shot glass, quite a tall shot glass. Mm -hmm. Three quarters of it was made up of this liqueur, liqueur, Spanish liqueur called 43. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was in first, three quarters of it. And it was it was a kind of a, a brownie ale colour. Okay. Okay. And on top, with a little spoon, you tip in a little bit of Baileys. Okay. Just so a little it bit. looks like a little beer. I just nail him in one. Yeah. How did you do that? Like, did you sink a lot of them? Or uh, well, there was thirty six on the tab. Oh my word! At the end of the evening, <laughs> we made a lot of friends though. Yeah, we made a lot did. of friends that night. <laughs> so that was uh, that was Tuesday night. Uh, Wednesday played at Floridian. Was that for Great seventy five? Nice, unbelievable track. Hard. On it was Augusta with palm trees. Wow, and I, and I can't explain it better than that. It's. It, it, at certain points, you're looking and going, 
This is so like Augusta. Like big rolling hills, white big bunkers, massive greens. Um, so that was, uh, I got invited there by Claude Hardman, the third, who's Butch Hardman's son, who coaches uh, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, and the, a lot of other players. And down there as well, bumped into Gary Woodland, had a quick chat with him because he was having a putting lesson with Phil Kenyon, weirdly enough, from yeah, who's been on the, the podcast, podcast with us before. Um, down there practicing with Ricky Fowler, because Ricky's having lessons off Butch Harmon now as well. He's gone back to Butch, which he talks about in the podcast, because uh, that's who he used to have lessons off and be coached by. So, Floridian, unbelievable track, just the best vibe on in the... In the um, clubhouse because I was a bit worried after being to Jupiter Hills the day before I was a bit like what are the rules because that felt very like you no to, vibe you had to stick to rules yeah it was an amazing place but there was a there was a high rule threshold <laughs> um in the clubhouse of Floridian it said the only rule is there is no rules I was like okay this is my bit this is my place yeah and they had this little par three course which unfortunately didn't get a chance to play but it looked incredible that had been designed by Butch Hardman which was right on the waterfront um and just the golf course was amazing. We shot a great video in the evening. Um, really, really good. Food was amazing. Golf was good. That was Wednesday. I'm trying to think now. What else do I do? Thursday. Have I got my days right there? My day front or behind? That's right, isn't it? These baby lagers have gone to your head. <laughs> well, what do we do Thursday then? You went on the sesh, didn't you? Um, How many nights did you sesh it? Two. Two big sashes. Was a medium sashes as well, or just two bigs? No, just two bigs. We'll tell you about the, the next big one in a minute. <laughs> what was th- what was Thursday? I'm confused about my time. Didn't you do something with Brad Faxon? Oh, P- PGA. Was that a Thursday? Yeah. So yeah. What was this? Was it? PGA. I think Rick's broken. PGA National, wasn't it? Well, what did we do Friday? <laughs> and one day out. So if you're uh, in the car, driving along, <laughs> wondering what's going on, Rick's just looks like all of a sudden he's just stopped working. <laughs> I'm going to look at my phone. So he's now looking at his... He's, he's, he's lost a day. Um, oh, so yeah, Sunday we flew in. Monday we did Palm right. Beach. So, we're up to... so Monday we did Palm Beach. Tuesday we did Ricky. Wednesday did Sir Nick Valdo. Thursday was Floridian. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Friday, <clears throat> did a new video. Okay. Okay. At PJ National, which is where it's that really, really hard tour course where they've got like the, um, it's like the Bears Den or something. The last three holes are like really, really hard. Or right. you know, I can't even remember what the tour event is there now, but they were prepping for that. So we couldn't get on the big course. So we're in a little course called the Match. And the Match course is all designed for match play. Nice. There's no tee pegs, no uh, tee markers. Right. Okay. Almost no pars. Oh, so wow. basically you can just, just if, you're win, if you're winning the hole... Yeah, you get you get to decide where we tee off from. Love it. You can make it as long as or short as you want. Love it to suit you. How That's good the that? best thing I've ever heard. The greens were unbelievable, like ridiculously, ridiculously scary. Oh, sorry, I'm going <laughs> to reverse one night. One night, sorry. After Floridian playing on the um, where Thursday, Thursday night, I was a guest on another podcast. Okay, yeah. So we, we did three podcasts ourselves, and I was guest on two. Cynic on the Tuesday. And on Thursday night, I was a guest on Bob Does Sports podcast. Yeah, so for those, a lot of people listening or watching this will, will know who Bob Does Sports kind of are. Some of you won't. So it's a channel, American channel. There's Is it three or four guys There's who three go main out characters playing golf, have a lot of fun. It's a bit different to what we do, um, but very good and growing massively. So 
good that you kind of got to meet those guys, spend some time with them and feature on their channel. We tried to shoot a video, but we just couldn't squeeze it in with the schedule. Um, so, yeah, it, it was Bob is kind of main character. He's, he's like, a, they don't have handicaps. It's so Americans, weird. it's often, the, yeah. So Bob doesn't have handicap, but so he probably plays off about 12 or 15. Uh, Joey Coldcuts is the other <laughs> character. He said he probably plays off about 15. And then they've got another character. This is not me calling this. This is his actual name, Fat Perez. Yeah, his actual name. Because he actually does look like Fat Perez. He looks like Pat Perez, but fatter. fatter. What was your vibe when you met them? Did you go a bit like cooler? And did you change a bit? You go, hey guys, what's up? It's Ricky Shield Dog. I actually went completely opposite way. Really formal British. English. Yeah. It's a pleasure to meet you all. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. No, it, it was good. We had a really good podcast. They were very complimentary of what we've done on, on YouTube and the channel. Um, they were good. You couldn't make it because they, they had some merchandise for you. Um, did you actually know who I was? Or not? I do. Yeah. Cool. You didn't, did they? Yeah, because they oh, right, okay. 100%. They're asking where, like, loads of people ask where you were. I said, oh, I said he's... Um, He's here, there, and everywhere. I said, you're busy, man. Yeah. Jet setting. Fingers in too many pies. He's <laughs> got actually, he wears a glove. Why does guy always wear a glove? Because he has burnt fingers. Why has he got burnt fingers? Because they're in too many bloody pies. Well, that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've got to now. <laughs> My so anyway. father listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we did the podcast with Bob the Sports. Thursday night, we couldn't... Shoot a video annoyingly, but we'll get that done again in the future. They want to come over to the UK. I said, I said we'd host JCB Spash. They want to do Scotland. Oh, bad. Yeah, fair play. In like five or six days. You know what you can do as well, dead cool. You can take like, the old course, whatever, and you can be like, let me show you some off the beaten tracks, and you rock up at Crail, and they're like, oh my God, Ricky, cold cuts. <laughs> this is cool, man. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I, think that'd be, nice. I think that'd be really cool to have them over. You need to come on to that in a minute. Remind me of Crail in a minute. So, um, Friday... PJ National. Like a Craig David song, this. <laughs> now, the majority of the week, and I'm not lying to you right now, I hit my driver. Unbelievable. Why is your nose growing? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yep. Like, probably the best I can I've ever hit. I, can, I can believe you hitting your driver. Possibly well. the best I've ever hit it off the tee. Yep. Shots into greens, not bad at all. Chipping and putting. Putting mainly. I don't think I hold. A port for four days solid. I can tell you why you hit them too hard. The greens are just so bloody hard. Yeah. You know, I honestly, honestly can't read grain. Yeah, I don't really understand grain. Hear it a lot on the tour. Like the shiny side, the way that the, the, the one side of the hole is rough and the other is smooth. But like you can, we can be stood over a port and it, and it, it looks right to left. It feels right to left, but then the grain's going left to right and you're like, what the hell do I do now? Well, you know when you see a football pitch or a soccer field and it's like got the, the lines it's moaning, right, yeah. is that essentially grain, yeah. the way it goes, right? Yeah. So if you had a putt that should be going right to left, but the grain's on the opposite way, it'll hold it up. But it's all natural grain. Right. It's not like you could... I had a chat with one of the, the superintendents at, at Old Marsh on Saturn and he said, actually, you can get rid of grain, but it takes a long time. Right, okay. <clears throat> so newer golf courses aren't that great for grain. And obviously a lot of these golf courses are still relatively new. Yeah. Even though they look like they've been there forever, probably 20 odd years. They're, they're still, that's quite new in the grand scheme of things. So putting was quite difficult. So Wesley Bryant. Yes. From, from, he's a PJ Tour player. Yes. PJ Tour winner. winner. His brother's on that wall up there that people can't see. George, he went on the podcast with us. He was great. So George and Wesley have a YouTube channel, Brian Bros. Um, started off the being trickshot artist. Like I say, you've probably listened to the George Bryant episode. Well, Wes reached out to me and said, I'm in town. Should we shoot a video? I said, yeah. 
Now, Wesley is renowned for having a phenomenal short game. Okay. They actually, his nickname is Wedgley. Wow, that's nice. Because he's so good with his wedges. Sort of video. Better putter than me, would you say? Might be the best putter I've ever played in my life. So I'm well, not bad then. <laughs> Fair enough. You get you're still in top ten. Yes. <laughs> um he we did a video where I hit all the full shots mm-hmm. and as soon as we got within 125 yards, <clears throat> Wesley switched on. Nice. He, he he played all the shots. Using there. obviously his own clubs and stuff. Yeah. I feel like the fact that you said your driving was going all well all week now is gonna come into the fact that suddenly your driving went to part. You'll find out in the video. Okay. Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> I'm doing it to the audience. Um, but it was very, very good. It was very eye-opening for me. Yeah, to see. To realise how bloody bad with wedges I was. Got to tell you that a long time ago. He right? tried to give me a wedge lesson. Tried. Um, his technique is so, like, fluid and, and handy. Did he nip it? He, just, he's just, he is actually a magician around the greens. Yeah. Like some of the shots that he played, I was like, you could have given me 100 attempts, I wouldn't have got that up and down. And he'd, he'd do it. It's like madness. So that was really That'd cool. Be a good video. So that was Friday. Friday night was a quiet one. We just had pizzas at the apartment. Saturday morning, super early in the morning, got the opportunity to film and do a podcast with Brad Faxon. Nice. What a legend. He is. Yeah. He's, he's often regarded as the best putter of all time. Um, and now he's gone on to be a incredibly successful putting coach. Um, does he still coach Rory? He, 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 he's pretty much his only client. Right, wow. So he's coached Rory. He's worked with Rory for five years now, which I didn't realise. I only thought it was a couple of years. You're right. He is renowned of being the greatest putter in the world the or that's ever lived. The only reason... He, he'll get conversations. He gets th- thrown in the same conversations as Ben Crenshaw, who's yeah. known as being an incredible putter. T-Dub. T-Dub. And also now Matt Fitzpatrick. Yes. Now, the reason why Brad Faxon or Ben Crenshaw will probably never get that title is because strokes gained information only came in at the tail end of Brad's career. Ah. So there's only really one true way of measuring who's the greatest putter of ever, of all time. And unfortunately, Brad, in we I think we pulled we talked about it on the podcast the fact that he just never will be regarded as that because of X, Y, and Z. Um, even though he does think he's the best putter. Yeah, well, you're, you're always going to get different opinions, but he's definitely renowned for like having such a simple stroke. And I always remember him using like a heel toe kind of bladed putter. Yeah, he's so so fluid. Um, so we did a podcast that'll be out in a few weeks, probably around Christmas time. And then also Brad, which we might. Oh God, I've missed another point out here. Sorry, I'm <laughs> jumping all all over the show. After filming with Wesley Bryant on the Friday. The Friday afternoon, we went back to the Floridian to do a podcast with Claude Harbin yeah. the third on the on the veranda up at the at the clubhouse. Absolutely stunning, and we also um, he gave me a lesson. Nice. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, on this lesson, we went down to his teaching performance center, which, by the way, is ridiculous. We, we got loads of shots of that, which we'll include in the podcast episode I do with Claude, but also in the video that we're going to release. Um... I got hitting balls. I was there hitting balls and, and just literally just left him. You had Ricky Fowler still sm smacking balls. Gary Woodland and, and Harold Varner the third all hitting balls there. And I'm stood there going, oh my God, don't don't just snap up one here because I, I could take one of them out. It, it was safe enough, but I was a bit worried. Um, it was those points when I realised how much they grinded. Yeah. Because they'd been there all day. The divot, like the how many balls they'd hit, but it's again, it not to make excuses, it's all set up for like yeah. that. They just get buckets of balls and all pro v1s, and the grass is perfect, and the driving range is perfect. That's why they're so much better. Yeah, that's all it is. That's Nothing all it else. is. It's not a big thing. They hit a few more balls every day. So, <laughs> what big deal? Um, so. Claude gave me a lesson. Yeah. Very, very interesting. You, I'm expecting you to be so good at golf now. And if you're not, there's no excuses. You've you're had right. the putting lesson of the world's best ever putter. You've had a golf swing lesson of one of the best coaches in the world, period. Been to these amazing facilities. What, what, why aren't you really good? Are you really good now? Are you going to come back suddenly and be really good at golf? I think, yeah. Wow. wow. I think I am. <laughs> I think I am. Um, I think the only difference is between me and the, those lads is they didn't, have, they didn't have these 36 baby beers. Yeah, that's all on, it is. On the other night. Um, so, sorry, the other thing I forgot <laughs> to say. Stop forgetting stuff. I know, sorry, it's all a bit of a mess, but it's, you know, I probably should have wrote this down, but it's all from memory. On the day I played at Floridian, which was the Wednesday, okay, we played. Again, Claude Hardman set it all up, which was an amazing opportunity. You, you know, know what I love? I keep shutting your eyes when you're talking to you think <laughs> what happened. We, we, then, <laughs> we then sat out on the veranda at the back. The, the clubhouse there is so good. The food, oh my goodness, the food was good. Anyway, we're eating there. And in walks in, Claude. He's all, he's all dressed up, right? Really looking sharp. And he says, do you want to come and meet my dad? Oh, nice. I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. I said, I'm, coming, I'm, having, I'm having food with my dad now. So I walk in and Butch Harmon's there. And if you don't know Butch Harmon, he's, he's renowned to be one of the greatest golf coaches that's ever lived. 
and he coached Tiger when he first hit the scene. He started yes. coaching Tiger in '93 till about 2000. Yeah, it might have been was it even a little bit after that, maybe. But anyway, yeah, he did. It could he? have been, yeah. yeah. So I walk up to him. Hi, Butch. Nice to meet you. And, and I'm not going to do his impression. What handshake did you go for? A traditional handshake or a bit of a... You know what? I do notice a lot out there when I shook a lot of people's hands. The really open fist handshake. Okay. So that what you followed with? No. So they, um, a lot of Americans go in with a... Nice to meet Like, really oh, open hand. Okay. I, I feel like it's like a, a... I don't know, a bit a bit intimidating. Okay. So what do you do, little... Just like a little... No, I did a proper handshake. Anyway, I was chatting to Butch for for two or three minutes, and he, he kind of looked and went, "Are you the guy that does the the, the videos?" And I went, "Yeah." He went, "Man, I love your videos." Oh, wow. like, and I'm thinking, "Oh my god!" He said, "You know what I love about your videos, your coaching videos, and, and I want everybody to listen to this." <laughs> I was going to keep this to myself, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely <laughs> whatever. Not. Okay, this is from Butch Hardman, one of the greatest golf coaches in the world. He said, you know what I love about your coaching videos is you are just like me. Okay? Go on. He did. He said this. He said, you keep it simple. Nice. You don't confuse things. You keep it simple and you get to the point. He said, that's why your videos are so good. Anyway, but where's your pal guy? I want to meet that dude. <laughs> no, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, no, that's very good praise from. Like, I mean, come on. That I think that's possibly the greatest coaching accolade I've ever had. You know, for someone of that stature to to say he's watched my videos and and loves the fact I keep it simple I'm like oh my god that's amazing so um that was really cool the podcast with Claude on the on the Friday afternoon that was really cool that's going to come out had a lesson off Claude Saturday morning did a podcast with Brad Faxon had a putting lesson off Brad, excuse me Brad Faxon knows baby days <laughs> 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 oh, baby, Vaz keep coming back up. Happy <laughs> <laughs> that in. It's too good not to. <laughs> um, I want everyone to remember. I landed yesterday. I'm still probably jet lagged, and I'm not quite with it. So, um, where are we up to now? Saturday had a lesson off Brad Faxon. He, he ju- guy. He he's got me vibing with the putter. Oh, There's so much vibing going on. So much improved. He golf. got me vibing. Excited to see you on the course. So that was it. We put tools down Saturday afternoon because we were flying home Sunday. Yeah. Tools were down. Um, clubs were packed away. Camera gear was packed away. We were potentially going to squeeze one more in Saturday morning, or Sunday morning, but it didn't quite work out. Um, so Saturday night. You got sourced. Saturday afternoon. You got sourced. What happened Saturday afternoon? You sourced it. England versus France. Yeah. We watched it in Duffy's bar, sports bar. Amazing food. It was two for one. Oh, wow. Okay. On drinks. Yeah. We 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 got going. Yeah. Okay. And and there was nothing stopping the train. Nope, nothing to stop you at all. <laughs> there was nothing. So we, we we get going and we watched the England versus France match. Obviously, we watch it in America. There's nobody really watching. We're, we're the only ones that are bloody shouting at the TV in the bar. TVs, you became a massive fan for ninety TVs. minutes. TVs. Oh, I I knew every. I knew exactly where we made the mistakes. I knew yeah, exactly who we should have brought on. Press, press, <laughs> square it, line it. I was like, come on, we just. I'm there with the salt and pepper shaker, going. If we can just get bring the- Stephen <laughs> Gerrard on, will you? Oh, I've not got Gerrard starting. I was looking at Beckham in the. <laughs> audience and going come on Bex you can if you'd have had that free kit in the audience had. Cause I watch it, in the crowd he <laughs> was in the audience so David Beckham in the audience <laughs> so um so Saturday afternoon we go Duffy's we have a load of drink it was really good obviously England lost annoyingly but anyway <clears throat> we then decided to test my newfound skills we went adventure golf oh nice we went to adventure golf with 36 holes we played oh, all 36 too holes. many holes if you ask me you could buy beer 
So that was, again, not maybe the best idea in the world. So we did all that. And then once we finished golf, it was getting dark. And we had a table reservation. I know you when you told me about this. At a restaurant. Tagwoods, this place. I don't want to spoil it for me. Oh, I was sorry. going to big it up bigger than that. All right. No, I'm trying to play it down because I'm jealous. Tagwoods' restaurant. We went great. to Tiger Woods's restaurant in great. Jupiter. Great. Do you want a medal? Was it good? Be honest. Do you know, right, do you know, what, do you know what I want this stuff in my bag then? Do you want more stuff? Do you know what? Do, no, you're not going to Does he not want this stuff in the bag? Have you got stuff? Fuck it and change his tune now, Tagwoods, where did you go? Oh, wow. Did it have stuff in there? Just let me tell you. Well, we didn't know it did. Oh, right. <laughs> Am I allowed to say this on the podcast, do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Go on, what? So, let's see what else is in my bag. He's got his bag of tricks out again. Oh, Rick's got a massive sack. I've got, that's another uh, hat I got you. For me? I think oh, so. Or so Harry, maybe. Somewhere. All right, okay, well, I'll put it on my side for now, and then that's a nice one. Is that one for me or for Harry, do you reckon? I think for Harry. Okay, Harry can have it. Right, the first thing we got... This, this is a scorecard. We were pretty out of it by this point, so I don't actually know what all this stuff is. Oh, that's what you got the bill in. Okay. Okay. That's what you got the bill in. Tally, tally it up. That's okay. Right. Says. By the way, at this point, we were watching the match. So we're watching Tiger at his restaurant. Oh, nice. Okay, you ready? Yep. So this is definitely for me, this next one or not? Because I don't want to be given some if it's not. I'll give you one of these. Okay, great. Okay. Can I choose? Or just either one? Uh, well, you, get, I'm, I'm, you go go for it. I'm excited I'm anyway. Okay. I think we spent quite a lot of money in there. Okay. So they were very kind to you us. Got me a Scotty camera. <laughs> they were very kind to us. First thing we got was. Oh. <laughs> T dub hat. That is very cool. Blue one and a red one. That is <clears throat> very, very cool. With tag, the woods Jupiter on the side. How cool that, is that? Wow. Just hide the Nike swoosh. But yeah, <laughs> TW on the front. Wow. Jupiter. That is okay. very cool. Thank you very much. That is sick. And we were cheeky. Okay. Okay. We we do you, do you think we can definitely show this? The the manager gave us this, didn't they? Have you took a glass? Just show it. Sam, Matt? Yeah. I'd, yeah, it's fine. We got given them. We got it. three Gift of it. these. If you get cancelled, I've nothing to do with it. It's whether I'm allowed back in Woods' restaurant. Ah, ever you again. will. Tiger, if you're watching, I'm sorry, I owe you I owe you a little bit for this. But we bought some nice wine, so I think it it's all right. Okay, let's have a look. Drum roll, please. I don't know which way to show you. Go on, just anyway. We asked for the menus. Oh, wow, okay. Well, that is pretty cool. So these are wooden <laughs> bats. Took three menus. <laughs> <laughs> three menus. <laughs> 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 so this is the men we got three that's oh wow that's a wooden bat menu so i'm gonna have i'm gonna have one for the office i think sam's gonna keep one and uh i might keep one so it might not be but you can see what you would have ordered wow that yeah tell, okay tell me what you would have ordered I think, okay. we might, I think we might have actually got four because I've still got one in my suitcase at oh, home. Oh, great. We might have so four. So I know I'll inevitably get judged on this, but for beer, I'd go for a bottle of Bud Light. Shoot me. I like it. Um, and then for starter, I would have... Uh, we, we also taught the staff in, in here, the bartenders, how to make baby beers. So <laughs> everywhere we went, we were teaching everyone how to make baby beers. Korean meatballs I'd have as a starter. Nice. They look fire. Um, and then I'm going to go, again, I'm going to stay on burger. I'm going to go big fat burger, I think. I'm going to go for... The Tiger Woods Birder. Birder. <laughs> I can't even speak. Birder. Um, and 
Ooh, steaks as well. I'd just go pure beef. And then, ooh, look at the sides. Regular fries, onion rings. I feel like you would have got a lot of sides. I'd love to tell you what I ordered. Go on then. <laughs> <laughs> People are thinking this is the best podcast ever. An absolute I know, I'd love time. to tell you what I ordered because I can't really remember. All right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we were pretty out of it. Um, I'll have a one of them. No, I, I ordered steak tacos. And the, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I did, I did, I did. Four of them came, I ate one. Only because the booze was just too too full of me. So, yeah, how cool is that, though? That's really cool. That in the back of the studio? Yeah, love it. So, yeah, there was it was productive. We had a few, we got a few bits and bobs. Um, well, it's been snowing in England, so... I know, so I've not missed much. No. When are we going to Jupiter? Um, I have the baba, yeah. have the baby. Yeah, and then... Middle of next year, two weeks maybe. Yeah, two and weeks off. And let's go. To I'm, I'm sold. No, it's, it sounds. Oh, it, I think we need an office in Jupiter. That's my new I thing. Don't disagree. No, it sounds great. I'm obviously very envious of couldn't be there, but it's great for the channel. There's loads of content. But um, there's been quite a lot kicking off over here as well. Uh, well, certainly over here, but in the world of, of social media, in the world of golf, YouTube, and one of the things that we've been asked loads about, and I wasn't going to touch on it in the podcast initially because I didn't think it was our place to come in, but I think. It, it, you know, people are interested in your opinion, but obviously, I think it was just before you went, or maybe when you were there, there's obviously news that Good Good, um, who are a channel who we've worked with, who we're big fans of, we've obviously done videos with them on the, on the podcast as well, great great group of lads. Some of the guys have parted away from the kind of Good Good um, team, crew, whatever you want to kind of call it. Um, I know a couple of guys were over in Florida as well, there's a few conspiracy theories going around of what was happening with you being there and Bob Does Sports and a couple of lads, X now, Good Good. Um I just wanted to hear for, for the audience, I think people want to know, what's your take on the kind of good-good situation that obviously Grant um, and Micah have kind of parted ways with the good-good team? They're going doing the separate own thing. What What's your take on it? I'm gutted. Really? Mm, I am. I'm gutted. <clears throat> I feel... And I think the audience is gutted. I can see that from the fans. Obviously, you know, there's a huge amount of following now for Good Good. We, we loved having them over in July, and I spoke in, even in last week's podcast about... Um, it was one of my favourite moments this year. I think did I say it was my second favourite moment yeah, this above, year. Above uh, Tom Watson, I think you put it as. You know, it, it was really, really good. And I loved seeing what they were doing. And it was exciting. It was new. It was different. And, you know, they were pushing us. And I, and I love that side of it. From a business standpoint and just from a... from a, a, a I want YouTube and golf to continue to grow. And the more best, good channels that come out, <clears throat> the more it's going to push everyone mm. forward. So I loved it. And we collaborated with them. And obviously, um, I'd like to think there was there was... They definitely help boost our subscribers, and I think we definitely well we definitely help boost their subscribers. We managed to get them over a million with some help and some views, etc. Back in July, and I'm sure you can probably clarify this. <clears throat> I didn't know any of this was about to come out in July. Could you see any cracks in the in the empire? No, and I think that's the thing. Obviously, we it's a little random tangent, but it kind of makes sense. My my friend has just opened a new cafe. And on Friday, I was working from home. I thought, right, I'll go and take my laptop. I'll have a couple of hours there. I'll see his new cafe and I'll, I'll do a bit of work from there. And I got in and, and randomly, the guy got working at his cafe was a huge fan of golf YouTube. And was like, oh, guy, what are you doing here? And my mate was like, it's just guy. My mate was like, oh, I love all the videos of Rick. What did that? Which is great. And we got on chatting about golf YouTube. And he was a big fan. He asked me about good, good. He said, what were the lads actually like when you met them? Because he knew obviously we'd done that week with them. And I'm sure like you've had this. I've had a lot of people ask me what a good, good actually like. And... My honest answer is they're exactly what you see on camera, really. The, the personalities are, you know, Garrett is kind of a very, very nice lad, very good golfer. He's kind of, I would say, a lot of the driving force behind it, which I think is, is pretty kind of obvious, pretty clear. 
Um, you know, uh, Matt is a great guy. He's a little bit bonkers at times. That's just his personality. He can be quite chilled as well off camera, but he's also quite energetic. And, and Stephen's quite a chilled guy. Um, you know, Grant, lovely guy, great golfer. Micah, great golfer. A little bit quieter, a little bit more reserved, but I think he is a bit older and that, that kind of um, comes across. And Bubby was was a very charismatic yeah. guy who I spent a bit of time with because I, I took him to the shop a little bit a few times in... Um, when we were at JCB, and obviously there's no kind of store shops near JCB, so it was a bit of a car journey out. And, um, you know, the guys behind this, Max and Colin and Louise, were all amazing. The great group of lads, and I know it's kind of quite a, a conservative answer on that, but they, they are. What you see is what you get, and couldn't follow any of them. Yeah, in, in July, when we were at JCB, and again, there's lots of conspiracies going around that bloody, I'm part of somehow them splitting up, and, and I know that for a fact that that's not the case, and I'll explain a little bit more in a second. But... Yeah, generally I'm gutted for them. I'm sure that this is not what how they wanted it to end. Not end. Obviously, it's not ending. But this is how they wanted it to the bid to break up or to be any controversy. Controversy. I feel like I, I feel sorry for the fans mm. because I'm sure the fans loved the fact they saw these six lads together. And obviously, Mike had dropped out, and there might have been re- you know, there's loads of reasons. You know, he's a little bit older he might want to start doing different things you know maybe whether it's pursuing a career golf actual playing career um you know he's married i think he was the first one married um obviously now grant has got engaged and there's a few other things going on there might be different parts of life you know so it wasn't that much of a shock and obviously the guys brought luke in didn't seem that much of a shock i think it was when grant left it was a bit like whoa even i was like whoa what the hell now I knew that Grant and Micah were in Jupiter when I arrived. So I, when I put my Instagram story on that, I'm going to Florida, Florida. I think Micah and Grant both messaged me saying, oh God, we're in Jupiter as well. Now my first thought from my business sense was, got to get them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's let's do a bloody um, Oprah Winfrey type, <laughs> type show and get Grant and Micah on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that was my first thought. And I messaged you. And you were like, mm, not not sure if I think that's the right plan. And to be honest, the more I dwelled on it, the more I thought, why do I need to get involved in this? And, and the reason, just want to clear why I said that, my, mine wasn't, again, anything. I love both of those guys, you know, the great guys. It was more the fact that if you do something with those two, just in that instance, in that moment, it might look, I know it sounds quite petty, but are you taking sides with right. them yeah. against the other guys? Which it isn't at all. It doesn't mean you will never film. You might film with Grant next year, whatever yeah. it might be, or, or Micah, or, or Good Good, hopefully, you know. We've we've not fell out with anybody, yeah, and then, exactly. you know, doesn't mean they fell out either. But and I'll explain even more more into that. So, you know, it was definitely a little bit of a, what should I do? How how can I work this? Do I, you know, do I want to be showing allegiance to, to anybody right now? Like, is that is this the right time to do it? And inevitably, it, it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was the right time to look at, at taking a side, whether that was actual sides or not sides. So actually, I invited. Grant and Mike had come and meet me one evening while we're over in Jupiter, and we had a really good chat. We chatted for like two hours. I'm not going to, ex- you know, explain in this what exactly what we talked about, um, but you know, they had their reasons for leaving, mm-hmm. um, which, which you know, might have been different to what I expected. While I was also over there, I also spoke to Garrett mm-hmm. on the phone for about an hour and a half, and spoke to Garrett and got that side of the story because there's always two sides of each Absolutely, story. Absolutely, yeah. Now. I think a lot of conspiracies and everything going around at the moment are, are false and wrong. Um, why it split up, um, whether it will ever come out the truth, I'm not quite sure. Um, but it, it's people grow, people change, people have different ambitions, people have different ideas of how 
things should work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, th- that's kind of where we're at with it right now. And uh, this isn't, for one second, this is not me spreading rumours or it's just me explaining that I'm, I've not fallen out with Michael and Grant. I chose, and I'm sure they probably hear this, and they, I think they probably knew, and I spoke to them about it, I probably didn't want to f- film with them that week because I wouldn't have probably wanted to film with Good Good that week because it was just... It's the wrong time right now. And like you say, things will dwell over and, you know, smooth over and it'll be fine. There's no point in me putting myself in a fire. Yeah. And I don't need to be there, really. Um, So, yeah, I've kind of got both sides of the stories. Um, It's quite interesting. And we'll see if kind of it ever comes out in in the open world. Yeah, I think that's it as well. And that's always, I think, when you've got, you know, a group of, there's six guys on camera, there's obviously guys behind the scenes that people obviously know of, like Max and Colin and et cetera. And, you know, you've got team. It, it, it's like any workplace. It's not that unusual that people may leave to do other things. Uh, they've all got their own channels. They're all going to be on the YouTube scene for the foreseeable future anyway and, and doing their own stuff. So as, as a fan, I think if, you, if you're, you know, you're a bit upset about it, I would understand that, that people don't like seeing the favourite group, whether it be a musical group or obviously good, good breakup, I suppose, or... But good, good is still uh, the guys are making content as well. So yeah. if anything, it's exciting. There's more to come, and I, I think it's exciting to see what good, good do um, going forward. I, th- I think it's to some degree, it's 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 this kind of new wave of YouTubers. They're coming out as almost like businesses, mm. and I think to the fan, that's not always maybe as obvious. No, it's, and, and yeah. you know because a lot of YouTubers, similar to, to my story, I didn't start it as this kind of out and out business i didn't start it with you know we've got like five editors now we've obviously got yourself we've got a a big team now you know it's growing all the time but that didn't it didn't start like that and and you know it's developed into that where i feel like a lot of these channels now are probably coming into the space with these kind of more business structure which i know that's the case um but maybe to the audience it and rightly so, they probably feel like it's quite organic and it's quite natural. But a lot that goes on behind the scenes, yeah. even more, way more than I expected that goes on behind the scenes. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, there is. And um, I think what's exciting is obviously with your trip away this this last week, we've kind of forgotten in some ways how small the world actually is. You know, like you, you haven't flown for <clears throat> a number of years. A lot of the content we do is, is kind of local. But actually, in, in a week, you can go and make some great videos. So I'm sure next year there'll be collaborations again with Good Good, you know, with Grant, with Micah, with Bob Does Sports, with yeah. Four Play, with all these different play people. Um, so it's exciting. I will open an invitation up, though. Oh, Tiger Woods. To have them all on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> wow. So all six... Wow. Or, or, to be honest, they should do one themselves. Mm. Maybe maybe that's the way the audience finds out, or it might not be what they want to find out. I don't know. Wow. Um, but it, but the option's there. Yeah, If nice. all six members want to come on, <laughs> I'll be happy to be Oprah. Um, a couple more things then before we wrap this one up. Um, good podcast so far, I think. Decent. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week's Break 75 with Iona Stevens is, I think, going to go down as the number one Break 75 ever. Um, combination of the golf course was fire. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it, though. Iona was fire. She's bad in that other little run you normally have on. Uh, no, she played so well. She's so, so charismatic. Good. You played well. I think that the edit from the guys editing it, it was a great edit. It was. I'm so proud of that, that Break 75. It's done really, really well. Thanks for everyone that's watched it, mm. that's commented, that's liked it. That's, it's got it on number six on the UK uh, trending on YouTube, wow. which is ridiculous for a golf video. Um, this week, we've got another 
good episode of Break 75. I won't spoil it, but Rick was decent again. <laughs> Say that for what you will. Um, another great <laughs> golf course right on the coast at Ely. So that's coming out Friday, 4pm. Be there or don't be there, um, but be there, please. Um, and quick one, I've got a little Dear Rick, uh, but it's a little bit more probably for me, but I also want to hear your thoughts as well, Nick Rick, and I'll exp- you'll, you'll see this why, but it's um, a bit of a long message, but I'll try and kind of abbreviate it. It's from a guy called Wayne, and it says, Confusion after custom fitting. As high guy and Rick, I've listened to the podcast and watching various YouTube videos of the last few years. I've taken on board lots of tips and info, and this recently got me to the realisation that my second-hand set of Nike Sumo SQ Woods I blindly picked up five years ago aren't really suited to me. For example, the driver has a stiff shaft and it's a nine-degree loft, yet my clubhead speed is only 85 miles an hour. He's put brackets feeble for a 43-year-old, I know. Um, I've, I know that Rick reviewed the Ping G425 Max driver, which I know you both are using, and it's one of the most forgiving drivers out there. I thought that might help my game. Uh, taking on other points, such as buying uh, new clubs, it's always best to get fitted. I thought I would go and do exactly just that. Um, although some extra distance would be nice, the main aim was to find something that was uh, hitting the fairways more often than his Nike. Uh, after explaining my situation with my local pro, he got me to hit some balls with my Nike driver, my old one. Then we'd on to ping. We also tried the TaylorMade Stealth, Callaway Rogue, and the Cobra Speed, vo- uh, Speed Zone. All these were fitted with a regular flex and 10 degree uh, loft. To both of our surprise, the longest and most consistent driver I hit was my 15 year old Nike, which I hit a few uh, more balls with afterwards then to confirm that was the case. The ping came in second. The pro told me to save my money and stick with my current driver, which I appreciated his honesty. I honestly thought, given the Nike isn't really the right setup for me, coupled with how much technology has moved on in 15 years, I was going to see some improvement from at least one of the new drivers, if not the ping that I had my eye on. Could it be that uh, Nike, the Nike, could it be that I had just made the Nike work for me over time and become comfortable with it, despite the configuration of the driver? I would appreciate your thoughts on this and, and some guidance. Well, I think first off, <clears throat> well done to the pro. Yes. Who who said stick with what you've got? Hundred percent. And and this is why genuinely I'm so I do believe that you should pay for a fitting. Mm. You know, even if it, let's say it was fifty quid, you pay for a fitting. The pro let's say spends an hour with you and says to you, your clubs are, are the right for you. Well, everyone's happy. Mm. You've paid a small fee, but you've got a good service. The pro has been paid for his time, and you're fitted with the right equipment. And, and that's it. If I was Wayne in this instant, I would probably then want to see that pro for, for life, potentially, because it shows how honest he is. Yeah. And, he's in, you know, you think, well, if he's not just ripped me off for the driver, then when I do want some new irons or a new putter or whatever, I need new golf balls, I'll go back to him. I know yeah. I'm going to get good service. <clears throat> what was the last part of that question? It was, um, could it be that the, he's just making the Nike driver work for him yeah, and he's become comfortable yeah. with it, despite the fact it's it's not the right configuration? Um, yeah, but also... Things like stiffness of shafts can vary. That, that you'll know that. Now that was exactly what when I read into this. So we said his clubhead speed is eighty-five miles an hour. Now a very, very loose, very, very loose kind of number would be that if you're ninety miles an hour plus with your driver, you might start to explore stiff flexing shafts potentially. But a bit similar to shoe size or apparel size, whatever it might be, you might be a size nine shoe in most brands, but equally there might be somewhere you need a ten or you need an eight. Just just life in it. Or, in, or a wide or a narrow or Exactly, and same with clothes. You, know, you might wear a large in some stuff, medium in other. It just depends. There's no industry standard for stiff flex. So, you know, a stiff flex in one driver could actually be quite soft. Yeah. A stiff flex, 
flexing. Another shaft could be really stiff. Or a big thing to look at is weight as well. If you've got like an 80 gram stiff, that's going to play very, very strong. Whereas a 45 gram stiff, not. And also the length of driver shaft length can, of, vary, can vary the actual flexion of it. Exactly. Um, the one thing to know on the old like Nike stuff, like the SQ range is quite old now. The shafts in them were brilliant. And what you often find when a shaft is a bit more of a kind of budgeted, cheaper range, they'll often fill it with that kind of more glue than, than graphite, really. So, so, well, not more glue than graphite, but more glue than you would find in a more premium shaft. So although it says stiff on it, it might well actually be quite soft because of that. And, and also as well, when those shafts were getting manufactured, the um, attention to detail wasn't as good as it would be on a pre... So actually, although it's got a stiff stamped on it, it could actually be like a regular, yeah. you know, that's just been sprayed the up. Tolerance stiff. Yeah, the tolerance isn't good. quite as, as, as good. So there's a number of factors, but, but also as well, there's so much that goes into it. I think a lot of people might get a fitting once and they might go in for, let's just say, a ping and get told, oh, you need a stiff. And for the next 50 years, then wherever they go, I need a stiff and a driver. But things can change, a swing can change, shafts can change, etc. So... I wouldn't worry about it. you think it's not the right one for you. You've seen it there on a, I guess, a launch monitor against everything in the, the market that I would recommend trying. And if it's worked, stick with the Nike. It's like a cool retro driver. 100%. Um, yeah, I think it, it's, I think you've nailed it. I Thank think you. together there, we've we've give our fantastic listener great advice. I've got one last uh, request, not from you, but from the, from the audience. Um, and if you don't want to do it, that's fine. Um, but we would really want you to do this. So, on Apple, you can rate the podcast and you can leave a review. Now, I know you might be watching this on, on obviously, YouTube, so you're not on the audio version, or you might be listening on Spotify, etc. But if you are an Apple podcast listener, for Christmas, leave us a review. Ideally, five stars. Four stars will tolerate, would we? Three, no. three stars, it's like, no, don't do it. But, yeah, if you want to leave us a review, it helps in the Apple charts. And just for a little bit of clout, it'd be nice to climb the sports charts. We often get in the... Top 20 for sport, which you think for all the sports, football, uh, rugby, whatever it might be, to get that high is really good for a little golf podcast. Big golf podcast-ish. <laughs> but if you want to rate us and help us climb those charts, we would massively appreciate it. And I'll consider that my Christmas present this year. That's all I want. Okay? There you go. Cheap and cheerful. Yeah. And it's free. It is free. Um, yeah, I echo those thoughts. If you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, we're fast approaching 200,000 subscribers. That'd be amazing if we can accomplish that feat as well very soon. Pre the end of year might be ambitious, but you guys might surprise us. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to that very jet-lagged, um, interesting <laughs> talk about USA. Uh, definitely won't be the last time I go back this year. Loved every bit of it. Loads of videos coming up your way soon. But well, one last thing. Have you got your phone on you? Yeah. Have a look on the podcast Instagram. I'm sure we're on like 99,900 followers. No way. So if you don't follow at the Rick Shields Golf Show on Instagram, go and check it out. You might be our 100,000 follower because I think we're releasing this podcast today. So the same day this is recorded is the same day it's going out. So you might be our 100,000 follower. Oh my God, we are. Really appreciate that. Let me see actually what number we're up it's, to. I think it's like nine ninety nine thousand nine hundred and sixty odd. So we need 40 more people to go and follow it. So we hit 100,000 today. Oh, I might follow it. <laughs> is that any good medium <laughs> guys thanks for listening make sure you um, do everything that you're told to do <laughs> see <laughs> yeah, you next told. week uh, Ricky Fowler podcast will be next week but we'll do an intro for that so that you're fully up to speed with what's going on thank you Rick time out peace This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. 
Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.